Hello, everybody. Welcome to GaCast. I am your host, Hydrowave99, and I am here with my co-hosts and good friends, SkinnyPenis69. Well, that, Flu of Alpaca, and Ghost Weller Game. How's everyone today? It's been 10 minutes. <laughs> True, yeah, we've been waiting uh, for a while. No, it 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 been, uh, um, I'd say it's been a good hour of, um, making fun of certain articles and, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, putting light in what is otherwise a confusing life that we live. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. That is that. You know, like, uh, you know, the, uh, interesting things we get in the mail that we don't expect. And, uh, things that we don't expect in general. Oh, absolutely. Like a gun to the head. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and Ghostweller, how are you doing today? Ghost? Oh, that's right. I remember now. Oh, so for those of you who don't know, um, yeah, in literally the second episode, um, our good friend Ghost Weather Game has announced that he's going to be on hiatus for a little while. And we're going to miss it. Yeah, as he put it in his video, he says he's temporarily quitting, but... In our eyes, we view it as a hiatus, so... Now, he's fully... semi-automatically, temporarily quitting. Yeah. He's going fully semi-automatic. Not just semi-automatic, fully. That's like twice the bolt action. <laughs> Alright. Anyway. Yeah, so... We miss him... We will, we will miss him very much here on the show for the next month or two, so I would expect sometime around maybe episode six to ten, he should be back. But in the meantime, so unlike Ghost Dweller, us Floof Alpaca and Hydroave ninety nine, we like it we like the furries here. So, if you are a furry, please subscribe to our channel. We appreciate your presence here. Yeah. We're not going to Commander Shepard you. <laughs> exactly. We're not going to do that. And also... Fluffabaka, hit the gif. What gif? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, shit, how do I do this? Uh... We're going to default dance on that grave, boy. <laughs> this is Get fucked. <laughs> Get fucked, Ghost Wheeler. <laughs> Get absolutely fuck on. <laughs> Get fucked on. 
Like the chicken get the butter up its ass. Yes, uh, Ghost Dweller, you know, on a serious note, despite us liking to roast you for right now, you know, we all are going to miss you here very much for the next few months. I'm mostly going to miss him, like, you know, live streaming, honestly, because, like, that, that's probably one of the best things that I use my email for, is, like, waiting for notifications that say, uh, Ghost Weller Games invites you to watch. And, like, I click on it, and I'm like, oh, yay, and then I realize, like, it happened, like, seven hours ago, and it's probably already done by now. Uh, but, no, no, I just, I just like the live element of, like, you know, joining him, or, you know, just commenting and making him crack up about stupid things. Yeah. So. Or forcing him to, like, relive traumatic events. That, too, yeah. And, yeah, we like made... Like Monica Default dancing on that grave, bitch! Woo! <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> what the fuck is that? I don't know, I don't know. But, yeah, uh, Ghost Weller, if you ever watch this, we will miss you here on the podcast. Um, Not really. Well, yeah, we're gonna have some, we're gonna have those subscribers from the furries that will come in. No, yeah. So we're we're we're, we're gonna miss the uh, the uh, opposites. Uh, no, these the uh, similaris, like you know, like the magnets. We're gonna mi miss the plus and the plus mm. exactly. of having ghost wheeler. Mm. Exactly. Um, the disattraction. The body odor. Hmm. So, uh, shall we get started with a couple news topics then while we, you know, are here? Nah, man, I just want to talk shit. Okay. And anyway, um, now nah, I, I don't know. We'll, yeah, let's get back on the news topics. All right, so... I'll all right, so to start us uh, off with, um, start that's, us that's off. not what we wanted. Yeah, so to get us started for today, I am going to load up this article here. Actually, more so, it's an announcement page because. One of the biggest announcements this week in terms of gaming hardware is, wait for it, the Nintendo Switch OLED. Now, this piece of hardware here is for $349.99, so it is $50 more than a regular Switch. But what do you get with this $50, you might ask? Boy, glad you ask. You get a bigger screen. You get a wider kickstand, which has more angles than the one that's currently on the Switch. One of the USB ports gets swapped out for an Ethernet port. Double the storage compared to the regular Switch, which is 32 gigabytes. 
and better audio. So, Mr. Alpaca, what do you yeah. think of all this? Um, so, first off, I slightly wonder about the Ethernet port thing. Mm -hmm. The only reason is it's a portable console. Well, it's hybrid, but, you know, who, who's, who doesn't take it on the go? Um, the only problem I see with that is that, you know, it's just the fact that, well, it's an Ethernet port, and, you know, usually the Ethernet port is just, like, a thing that you have at your house, and you, like, you know, you have it on your computer, and sometimes, like, you know, you have it on your, like, your laptop and stuff. So, I guess I understand what, like, that although it might be a bit annoying to just you know have it I mean you get you get more internet speed so if you need to download something you can plug it in at home and then leave and it'll be fully updated you can just use the Wi-Fi from wherever you're going um, I kind of wish they like just put the USB port somewhere else instead of replacing it with an Ethernet port um, but uh, whatever. What what are you gonna have like? How many? How many I, don't, I don't actually own a switch. So how many USBs do ha have on the Saturn model? So there are two in the side in the front of the switch. So essentially, like if you look on the if you look at my mouse cursor here, they would be like over here on the side. Uh, you're two... not screen sharing. No, I know. Oh it's, wait, it, I'm, I'm be screen seen... sharing. No, I know. You're, you'll see in the video. Uh, yeah, we'll just get you screen shared. So you can see what's going on here. Yeah, I just realized I'm screen sharing, so, like, uh-oh. Um. Yeah. Anyways, so you can see here. Yeah, so now I've, I should be screen sharing my screen now, so you should see what I'm seeing. Yeah. So, anyways, you should see that where my mouse cursor is down here. On the mm -hmm. side, there would be two USB ports in the in that side. Okay, so they just changed it to like a Ethernet that side. Well, not quite, cause oh, okay. on the back. I, I just I just want to know how many USBs there are on the switch. So the original model has three. This one is gonna have two. Okay, so like what I, what I was trying to get at is like. Are you really going to be running around with, like, three USB sticks attached to your, to your Switch? Well, actually, believe it or not, so the idea of the Ethernet port is that when you're using it docked, yeah, you can have Ethernet speeds. But then when you remove it from the dock, you can have it from Wi-Fi. 
the idea yeah. for this would be that if say like for a certain game like say the competitive super smash brothers scene with the ethernet port built in you have to buy a usb ethernet port mm-hmm. so it's already built in this will mean that to host a online super smash brothers ultimate tournament will actually run a little bit cool. the internet will actually be a bit better yeah so the internet um, port itself will be pretty useful i would say even just a minor thing i mean sure so if you're wondering where that third usb port is on the back of the dock there's actually a little flap that opens up and that reveals a usb type c port for you to plug in the dock for power the hdmi port okay. for, for displaying it and what would be the the ethernet port for this oled switch or a USB 3.0 port for the regular switch. All right. Wait. So all the all the USBs are on the dock itself, except yeah. for the one on the back. Mm-hmm. So all the USB ports are on the dock. So it's not like you're having. So the switch oh, itself. Okay. The switch itself. I feel dumb then. Yeah. The switch for the the oh, the switch only has one USB Type C port, which is to make it so it can output video from the to the dock. I see, yeah. So, I, I, I don't know why I completely... I, I don't know why I thought the Switch would have, like, a USB, or like, like a port on it. I don't know why. Like, the actual Switch itself, not the dock. Um, never mind, then. Never mind, then. Um, because I was going to say, if you're running around with an Ethernet port, you know, if you're... Let's just say you got a 100-foot Ethernet cable, um, and you're walking around with... <laughs> With the, with it attached to the switch itself, so like, now, now, never mind. I feel stupid now. Um. Okay, never mind. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I guess it's, it, it works. I guess you know, it's a bigger screen. Um. You know, so never mind. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I didn't mean to. Mess up there. I was just like, oh yeah, well. Because I don't own a Switch. I haven't really done much about it because I was like, oh yeah, PC Master Race. Mm-hmm. Um, but <sighs> joke's on me. I didn't research, so yes. you know, you know. At, at this point, I would restart the recording, but I feel like we did a good job of rubbing, rubbing it in in Ghost Wilder's face. So yeah, we're not restarting that one. No, we're not. It, that no. has to be said. Um, I am so sorry. It, dude, we have to do a minor tease to him. I mean, of course we have to. It's we, we it's, That's our role. We have to tease him. No, I'm sorry for, like, you know, thinking that the Switch would be, like, would have all the ports on it, on it itself. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> technically what you could do with a Switch is that... You could get a USB Type C to Type A adapter. Yeah, I figured and you then, could do that, but yeah, and then yeah. you could actually believe it or not, what you could do, especially for Smash Ultimate, is that you can use a Type A USB adapter to plug in the Switch in handheld mode. And if you get a special like stand for it, you could technically play Smash Ultimate with GameCube controllers. Whoa, that that's actually kind of interesting with, with, a, with a, an old 2000 
whenever the fuck the GameCube came out. One, one of these? Oh, wait, now it's in the other box. Damn it. Um, <laughs> yeah, let me... Yeah, let me, before we get going, let me just show this off real quick to our podcast audience. Yeah, sure. I mean, wow, that's, that's interesting now that you mentioned that. Because, like, the last I ever remember the GameCube ever being, you know, used is, like... I think you could, like, use it for, like, like the Wii. Like, you could open up the top of it, plug it in for, like, Smash Bros. Brawl. So, for those who don't know, um, this is the Switch. This is a GameCube controller adapter. A few other games supported it, too. Anyway. So, this little USB adapter, this is the one for the Wii U, but it works completely for the Switch as well. So what this is, that it allows a Wii U or a Switch to be able to use GameCube controllers. So, for instance, like, if I were to... Now, on the Switch, it recognizes the GameCube controller as a wired Pro controller. So you can technically use it for Mario Kart. Now, if only you could, like, use an N64 controller. Now, if you went hyper crazy, you could get a a N64 to GameCube adapter, and then use the GameCube adapter to then plug into a Switch, and then use an N64 controller. And then you'd be without, like, the other analog stick, but it still works. Yeah, just... Kind of. Yeah. Just use, like, the C, the C buttons at the, uh, on the top right, I think it was. Yeah, just use that from our cart. There you go. And then go even further back. Use a SNES. <laughs> and then use an NES. Mm. Well, they actually have NES and SNES replica controllers for Nintendo Switch Online. Because what Nintendo did this time is that they actually have a subscription service. So you pay for online. But... Okay. It's like 20 bucks a year. It's dirt cheap. Compared to Xbox mm-hmm. and PlayStation. But they have a they have two they have a subscription service that gives you so as long as you pay the Nintendo Switch online, they give you a library of SNES and NES games to play. And through that they actually made some controllers that are like replica NES and SNES controllers that can be used on the Switch. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, I, I would nerd out about it if I was, like, a little younger, because I was super into, like, oh my god, replicas. <laughs> I, I don't know. Because, um, like, I, I was so interested in, like, like technology and how you could adapt things to, like, sh- you could just change, like, you could use an interface that's, while not standard anymore, is still either equal or just a tad bit more inferior, mm. and it still would be backwards compatible in a way. I always thought that would be pretty cool for like a lot of things. Like, I, I, like, geez, um, I don't know. Like, it's like, um, what if we like modified an arcade cabinet to run like, I don't know, like Titanfall. <laughs> something i wouldn't be surprised if, if someone actually like, took an arcade cabinet modded and like took like an xbox series x or ps5 board 
Yeah. Someday and just like plop it into an arcade cabinet and like have USB controllers like, you know, ripped out. I would be so psyched about that just because it's such a strange way to interface into an Xbox Series X or PlayStation 5. But, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, so going back to the Switch OLED, besides our little ramble there about Ethernet ports and stuff, um, this is an interesting model. So, like, if you're, if you haven't bought a Switch yet, go get this one here. If you already have a Switch, don't get this one. Because, believe it or not, the reason why this reveal was so controversial, because leading up to it, there were rumors of a Switch Pro, which is going to have enhanced specs to, like, 4K resolutions and DLSS, which is deep learning super sampling. To those who don't know, this makes it so a. So what happens is that in DLSS, it'll take a very small image and it'll use AI to upscale an image to 4K. Thus, you can get these really high resolutions without having to sacrifice as much power. So it would be like, uh, it would be like taking an image and basically upscaling it, but using machine learning and stuff to assume what those pixels would fill in, in a way. Pretty much. That's what exactly what it is. So that's what people are hoping that, you know, the Switch Pro would be a thing, you know, have more power and more capable 4K gaming which will then be good for dock players. However, as we see here, none of that's there. It's just the same switch with a with an OLED screen and a slightly different dock and double the swords. And, like, minor feature upgrades. Yeah, pretty much. So, that's what I mean, like, if you already own a switch, this may not be for you. But if you're someone looking to get into the Switch ecosystem, like say maybe our Alpaca, which I, I should because I don't know jack shit. If I'm going to talk about the Switch, then you know. It's a good uh, system too. We can play Smash sometime. Yeah, and then I could like down B on with Kirby. Exactly. Then I'll blitz through you as Pyramithra. It'll be great. And then I'll play as like people that I would never dreamed of being in Smash that aren't even part of the, like, Nintendo franchises. Like Steve from Minecraft. Or Pac-Man, I think. He is in the game, yeah. Or, uh... Shit, they haven't added anybody from Golden Sun, have they? Isaac is Except for... A, Isaac is he, still yeah, the I figured, motherfucker. Or, uh, you know, uh, when, when they did Sans as a me character. Oh my god. Oh, oh I rem okay, so, yeah, I remember, um, I remember, <laughs> so I'm not gonna, like, n name drop, but I was watching a live stream, and throughout the live stream, this guy would be, you know, throughout, he would, at the very end of, or at the start of, like, a reveal when, you know, like, Mia... No, isn't... Is Miyamoto still at Nintendo? Yeah. Okay, so... Or, whoever does the Nintendo Direct shit, we need to be like, and so, we're going to the next topic. Or, 
and that is the end of the topic, and it transitions to the next topic. He would play Megalovania, and then that E3, or Nintendo Direct or whatever, he teased it, and then later on, like a few minutes later, you heard that remix of Megalovania, and you saw Sans, and he flipped his shit, he screamed into the microphone, and he was like, <laughs> he was like, like, oh my god, he like, fucking, like, he took off like a fucking rocket, like, oh my god. Hmm. And, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Anyways, sorry, yeah. I, I, I love to derail shit, apparently. No, it's fine, I mean, but yeah. Like I said, Switch OLED, get it if you, I would prefer, I mean, it's much better if you got it if you, you know, don't have a Switch yet and are looking to explore the Switch ecosystem, could get a nice OLED screen that really shows pop, makes the colors pop in handheld mode. And, of course, you can get use it for playing Smash and other games, I guess. And uh, Undertale. I that think. too, portable Undertale and portable Doki Doki Literature Club Plus. And Delta Ruin. Exactly. And Fortnite. Oh, of course. I mean, we have to throw in all the games that Ghostweller loves. Oh yes, and when he comes back, and this is only going to. This is this is destiny. This is not, this is not a choice, okay? This is do or do not. There is no try. We are going to force Undertale unto the Ghost Weller. Yes, so stay, yeah, so stay tuned to Godcast Plays. We will have a full playthrough of Undertale. Yep. And, um, uh, fuck. That's fine. Oh, uh, <laughs> so I, I was thinking, what if we modded Undertale? <laughs> um, which will transition into the next topic, by the way. Nudge, nudge. Yes. Um, what if we modded Undertale? So it would fuck with Ghost Weller, kind of like Doki Doki. Mm -hmm. What if Gaster became a thing? Yeah, so, so one of our topics that we have here today is that we have a man who was arrested for stealing modded Zelda save files. Oh, no, selling. Not stealing. Close enough. It's selling. But Yeah. Anyways, so we have here that a 27-year-old man from Japan was arrested after he was caught attempting to sell modified Breath of the Wild save files. Which, uh, is a little odd. Yeah, like, why would you sell modded save files? Like, And, uh... Why is this a thing in Japan, also? Yeah, because you can see here that they were being sold for uh, roughly 31 US dollars for the service. Which... 
Oh my god. Like, why would you sell? Why would you do this? This is, this is pretty evil, I would say, if comparatively. Like, it's saying even then, too. He was arrested on July 8th for possibly violating the unfair competition prevention law for Japan. And he was fined 90, roughly 90,000 US dollars in the past year and a half. So, this is serious business. Like, this is pretty big. I mean, for this topic, at least. Oh, yeah. I'm a little baffled as to why it's legal, though. Like, as in Breath of the Wild, like, single player only? Why? Well, as think, most, well, most Zelda it, games? Yeah. I could tell here. Yeah, so you can see here that Yeah, you can see here that it, I think it's probably just because you know, it being auctioned off and obviously Nintendo is very strict with their games. Like if they went Okay, I get it now. Yeah, they were they were like you can't profit off of save files. Yeah, like they, it, they they'll, they'll kind of like construe it as like piracy. Exactly. So that's probably what happened here. They probably just I see. They probably, not misconstrue, but like it might actually kind of be piracy in a way. Yeah. So but on the brighter side of Zelda news, a little bit brighter side, I would say. We have a different article here to talk about. One small thing before you get back to that. I do wish that they would target something a little bit more extreme. Like, you know, like actually selling pirated games or something, or like bootlegs or something, I wish they would target something that really truly harms, you know, in a way, or hell, just like something like, I don't know, some sort of other crime that's a bit more serious, um, only because it's like just, just a tad bit strange, in my opinion, that like, oh, you modded the save file. Like, I, I, I say that's a little bit more like uh, when, like, Fallout 76, when people could, like, sell items through the multiplayer through eBay or something like that. Mm. I'm not sure, but maybe it's a, it's an old game, too. But whatever. Just, like, instead of modding a save file, just, like, have people 100% the game themselves. It... It's kind of difficult, but I think it's magical. Yeah, Zelda Breath of the Wild was a really good game. I even have it. Okay, so. So, I know what the once game... A, once again, you're my site for my blindness yeah. when it comes to, like, Nintendo and, like, their new games. Yes. Um, I, I'm not super big into Legend of Zelda that much anymore. I have never completed any of the games, let me tell you. I'll give you a hit. Uh, if you like open world games, Breath of the Wild is an open world game. So is Ocarina of Time. And I couldn't beat the Shadow Temple. 
Because that motherfucker with the double hands. No, like, it's a full-on open-world thing, more like Skyrim and Far Cry. Okay. That type of open-world. And they actually have, like, like watchtowers you climb up and you explore more of the map and that sort of thing. Oh, wow, so it's literally like Far Cry. Like, three and four, anyway. Mm-hmm, but with a Zelda nice. twist to it. And you can, like... And there's survival elements in the game, too, and stuff. That's pretty good. Anyway, yeah, check back out, to this. Yeah, check out your check that game out when you get the when if you get the Switch OLED. Yeah, more like when I get handed me hand hand me downed, or gifted. Right. <laughs> like holy shit, I, I I most of my like early game consoles were just hand me downs, and all of the games, I I I remember an old Pokemon Yellow, and. As a matter of fact, it's actually right down here. Let me look for it. Anyway, yeah. All right. So let's get onto the other Zelda topic. That's a little bit more. Well, I guess you could say a little bit brighter news. Yep. So we in the have, sense that somebody sold something. Yeah. So someone there was an unopened Legend of Zelda copy from. 1987 that sold for $870,000. So, let's keep going here, because, yeah, it's from, it was sold at Heritage Auctions and bought in Dallas. It sold this Friday for $870,000, which is a pretty big chunk of money for a video game. And... Yeah, you can see here, they have the Twitter post right here. It shattered world record at $870,000 in video games, video game sales. And it topped April's $660,000 for Super Mario Brothers, which is insane, because Mario is a lot more popular. Oh, yeah. But the same, yeah, but I have a feeling this makes a little bit more sense, too, because considering if Zelda doesn't sell as well as Mario would, there'd be less copies available out in the wild. So yep. for a particular edition like this, you know, this would make sense as to why it would be appearing for, well, more than what Mario sold. And that was insane, Oh, yeah, too. exactly. Like... Whoever thought that video games are now starting to cut to the point now that, you know, you could sell them for large chunks of money and just, for certain copies and just deal with it. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just, uh, the only thing is, was this cart like a completely original uh, production? That is the only... Oh, yeah, round 500. I think that's, like... I think that means, like... Yeah, you can I don't see, know. You can see here that says, The auction house said it was a rare version that was created during a limited production run that took place during the few months of, in late 1987. All right. So, yes, it's definitely worth that much. Yeah. However, I am looking at Nintendo World Championships Gold Cart. I'm looking at you, Nintendo <laughs> Power Giveaway. Still looking for it. I'm uh, after some some asshole in like 
glasses and a, like a stupid lab coat like destroyed it. I know you're talking about the AVGN episode where they took like a Zelda card or something, they destroyed it and they showed it. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a fake cartridge. Yeah, I know. I know it's a fake cartridge, but I'm just yeah doing like a little like. Uh, yeah, I remember seeing that episode for the that when I saw that episode, and I'm just like, oh my god, why would destroy one of the rarest things on the planet? And then you see the, the ending shot where they show they just had a rare, they just had some like common Zelda cartridges, and they're like, oh, okay, cool. I mean, what were they thinking? Yeah, what were they thinking? <laughs> what an asshole. Exactly. All right. Um, let's move on to the next topic. I don't think we have much to say on that one. What do you mean? We're just talking about uh, the angry uh, digital um, entertainment system geek. <laughs> but what if the very pissed off entertainment geek? <laughs> but what if that pissed off video game geek also used facial recognition for some games? That's what our next then, news topic is talking about. Then he'd be like the robo-nerd from the RoboCop episode. Exactly. Because Tencent is using facial recognition to curb, you know, to detect if people are playing past their curfew. And we're going to load this up here. So, another news here. We can see here that Tencent, who I'm sure many of us are realizing, so at least for those in the video game industry, they invest in a bunch of stuff. Like, they have a huge stake in the, in the Epic Games. They own a lot of Riot Games, who makes League of Legends. They're very big. I think COD Mobile and the uh, Chinese free-to-play Call of Duty, I think they owned before they shut it down, I think. Yeah, it's they're big. But anyways, so, yeah, Tencent is using facial recognition to scan gamers' faces every single evening, which they're aiming to catch minors breaking a gaming curfew and help prevent video game addiction. That's, that's a lot. That's, I think that's a little too far for trying to, I mean, then again, we all know that China is a more authoritarian country, but even then, that's a little extreme. Uh, no. No, they aren't. What the fuck are you talking about? Ch China is not authoritarian. Th there's the Republic of China, and then there's People Republic of China. There's no such thing as Taiwan. It's the, it's the same thing. Okay, well, the People Republic of China, yeah. That one is author authoritarian. Yeah. Get fucked, I'm eating ice cream. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, wait, well, sorry, sorry, I just, like, was like, oh, yeah, let's, let's, I'm 14, and let's get political. It's, uh, sorry. Uh, it's fine. I mean, technically, also, some, the, some the assholes sitting in front of the fucking tanks, that motherfucker. That's <laughs> fine, I mean, technically, that, although the technical name of the countries, but anyways, so you can see anyways. here, you can see here that in 2019, China introduced a law that banned minors from playing video games between 10 p.m. and 8 a.m. or playing more than 90 minutes on a weekday. What? 
in addition to this too, on June 1st, every game in the country is required to add a new authentication system that checks a player's Chinese national identity, including their age, to help block underage players from going past those limits. All in the what name of the fuck? All in the name of preventing video game addiction. What the fuck? Uh, what the fuck? Uh, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? What, but, but, send me the, what? The, what the fuck? That's an actual fucking law. Yep. I am so sorry, but, but, but I am out of fucking breath. What the fuck? I, I mean, maybe it's because I'm a, I'm like an American citizen. I don't know, but like, we do it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So because... I mean, I know it's a it's a real thing, but like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Wait. So so if I if I lived in China, I couldn't play like an, more than an hour and a half of fucking COD. If I was underage. Pretty or is much. this fucking, like, tobacco? Or gambling, even? Mm. Gambling's a stupid one. I, I wish I could enter the casino, but I'm like... Like... Damn it. Gotta wait, like, ten more years. Anyway. I am fucked up about that. How the fuck is this a thing? That I was joking about the fucking, like... Oh yeah, blah blah blah. China is not authoritarian, but what the fuck? Anyway, yes. go on. I guess I'm yeah. overloading the mic. I just realized on my my side. Holy shit! So you can see here that for, in China, you know, they've been trying to curb video game addiction for a while, as they say. But I feel like this this stance is a very extreme thing. I mean, we've been talking about this law here and how shocking it is at first glance. But you can see here, go later down the article, it says that, it's like, oh, hey, um, if you opt, so here's the thing. So Tencent doesn't make it sound like, it, here's a thing that found it interesting. Tencent doesn't make it sound like it won't necessarily be scanning the faces of minors, though. When a player, you, when a user playing games after hours is prompted for a facial scan, they can simply refuse, at which point they'll be treated as a minor and booted out of the game. Yeah, so if you decide... Yeah, that's like fucking like... Like... That's like, um... A little scary. Doesn't that like violate COPPA or something? <laughs> I mean, I'm speaking as like a U.S. citizen. <laughs> if, this anyway. was, if this was a U.S. thing, yeah, but China is just... Yeah. They've been focusing heavily on surveillance and they don't really care much about human rights. Like, they just want complete control and, and everything. It's just a whole messed up thing. I guess so. Yeah, I guess. I'm sure if Ghost, our good friend Ghostweller would be here, he'd probably flip his pants off too. Like, imagine if he could only play Call of Duty, Ghost. Or, actually, more so, Call of Duty Cold War for or like an hour for streaming. He wouldn't even make you able to make a freaking living off of that. 
No. <laughs> no. Not at all. Yeah. Um, well... Then again, like, squeakers like, exist. Or something. Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. But that's like... That's like... You know, I actually made fun of a guy who was like, shut up, kid, in the chat, and I was like, but shut up, kid. Like, what the fuck? Mute him. Right. Exactly. Um. So, let's move on to another, another topic here. So, we have to talk about driverless cars. Now, last time, on the last recording, around here when the when the recording got really bad. It was really bad at this point. Yeah, I was like blaming certain people for like, you know, sneaking out at late night past their own curfew just to play a LAN party on, on Hydrowave's Wi-Fi. Well, dude, it'll be funny. He's not doing anything important. So about this, so a, co- a startup company by Halo will be bringing driverless car a service to Las Vegas on T-Mobile's 5G network. Now, I remember that when we were originally going to talk about this, like it was all glitched out and like it was really hard to understand each other. It was bad at the time. Yeah. And now my thoughts have come through very clear and precise. Exactly, so. Thank God it's not being hosted in Nebraska. (laughs) Because T-Mobile, if you don't know, has almost no towers in Nebraska. Lamau, fuck Nebraska. (laughs) If you live in the dead center middle of Nebraska, you are completely fucked. And if you're using T-Mobile, I don't know about the other ones. I actually have T-Mobile on my phone, so it's actually pretty good over here. Oh, okay. But anyways, so so what Halo is that they employ remote drivers to operate their vehicles, and then they will deliver them to waiting customers who then get behind the wheel and take the car to the station. Sorry. No, it's fine. It's the Halo Halo. Now it makes me want to play the Halo theme while doing this podcast, but I don't want to get I don't take the risk of getting copyright stricken. Oh yeah, especially not in an echoey bathroom full of like college students. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so. Uh. <laughs> so. Uh. <laughs> Am I not going to talk about this? If it wasn't for the static, what the fuck? Get those assholes off your Wi-Fi, bro. (laughs) Uh, Stop watching. Stop watching stuff in 4K. (laughs) 4K Pornhub. Um, Anyway, besides that... um... Uh... (laughs) (laughs) So... Halo, what they do is they employ remote drivers. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, John Halo. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. 
<laughs> Great. Is this going to be the new wrestler segment of the video? Uh. <laughs> okay. Let's actually get this topic done this time. <laughs> okay. For all the marbles. Yeah, and then we'll sing the Halo theme after we're done this topic. Yeah, and then get immediately struck. Yeah. So. Hit by. You've been struck by. Truck. Yeah. So, what Halo essentially is, is they employ remote drivers to operate vehicles, which they'll deliver these vehicles to waiting customers that who then get behind the, the car and take the car destination. When the trip ends, the car moves onto its next pickup under remote control. And if they're current, I mean, right now they're current testing with safety drivers and vehicles, and which they say they won't include when the service launches for paying customers, which is crazy to think about. So, what do you think of this? It's another like, automated like, vehicle company that, I think it's, I think it, so, um, what I said before is basically the same. It's like, I feel like, despite the fact that I'm afraid of technology, I like the idea of this, kind of, because it's just an automated, like, it's, it's just an automated, like, you know, uh, Uber, basically. Uh, I, I feel like... Like, I, see, the thing is, though, is, like, I, while I'm afraid of, you know, technology that determines whether I get to live due to my importance to society, um, which... I know automatically it would just like decide, oh yeah, this fucking idiot, let's run him over. Um, so, you know, I, I, I don't like the idea of something that decides whether or not I die based on my worth or my social credit score. Right. Um, however, same time this is pretty cool I like that it drives automatically it's like I don't know like it, it's it's like a cab 24-7 yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah so that's nice because you don't have to rely entirely on Uber for the entire time I'm sure Uber's going to catch on to this pretty fast and just go full speed with this yeah but for the time being I mean this is interesting development to see that you know we have AI just being used to AI and 5G capabilities being used to help with, you know, traveling people's cars and stuff like that. I think this is pretty cool. Yeah, I, I like it. It's like, it, it it's like, um, it's, it, it, it's very much like a, a sort of like a trolley that doesn't need tracks. Exactly. That's what's going to make this pretty cool. Except usually there's an operator in the front, but, you know. Usually there's an operator in your front, and it's Ghost Weller. Yeah, and he's, like, hacked into it in GTA 5. He, like, broke into the, you know, the seat, 
Mm. Yeah, it's Ghost Weller who thinks he's going to live stream Grand Theft Auto. Only instead, like, he drives 100% of the time. But then, when it, but then again, like, yeah. But besides that, um, yeah. Oh no, I, I got the perfect uh, addition to that. Every time he tries to drive safe, somebody pulls right in front of him. And he's like, motherfucker, I just got this fucking polished up. Like, I remember when we were playing Grand Theft Auto, he was like, fucking hell, why can't these assholes stop driving in front of me, make, not even using their damn blinkers? I'm like, well, first off, there's no such thing as blinkers in GTA 5 unless you install, like, a mod. Uh, second, the, the AI is actually designed to, you know, drive in front of you when you're going forward. Yeah, so, literally, it's just, yeah. <laughs> I just got this, like, fixed at Los Santos Customs. What the fuck? And you're just like, yeah. 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 Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so now that we finished the topic, we can do this. Oh. No, 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 I'm a drum beat. They're trapped in your head. All right, um, shall I get on to the next topic? No, go fuck self. All right, we're going to the next topic anyway, so F you. Just kidding, I'm sorry. So, the next topic actually ties in with the last one a little bit, because it does deal with AI. So, while we also have driverless cars, we also will have... Driverless Yeah, so we have Facebook is currently teaching an AI-powered robot to adapt while walking. So what they mean by this is that the four-legged robot here, so this is the robot here in the picture, is currently, so what they're doing is that they're training this robot to walk over sand, rocks, and other difficult surfaces, and to adjust its stride and adapt without falling. So... And it mentions here how inside a living room that they have tested, they poured oil on plastic to create a slick surface. And they also piled planks and other obstacles, including, like, they even dropped the weight on the back. And each time, the robot actually was able to recover its balance and continue forward, which is pretty nuts to think about. And uh, one thing I actually was thinking about when you said about weights, I was like, Wow, what if we have, like, robot horses? Oh my god, you're getting me thinking of Horizon Zero Dawn already. Oh my god, don't get me started. And, uh... Will this translate into military technology? Mm. Because... Well, the only thing I think about is, like, that one mission... Um... With Brutus and Maximus from Call of Duty... Uh, with Black Ops 2... You could walk through a flooded streets of, like, think India. While there's, like, drones that are, like, a death squad. 
Right, right. Anyway. But yeah. Back to you. Yeah, so essentially what they're hoping this robot can be used for is for like rescue missions similar to that building that collapsed in Florida earlier this year or to also be used in homes and other things. So military application could be possible with this, it seems. Yeah. Yeah, so I think this is a pretty cool little thing overall. And it even says here that it even outperformed like alternate systems, so like other systems. So it was pretty, pretty cool to see this. And yeah, I just think overall, like, Yeah, just saying how, like, it's just a cool thing to see. Like, AI is just further technological progress showing, you know. Hey, yeah. So. Certainly. Yeah, so even, this is the article I was talking about. So it can be used in search and rescue missions or at home where machines have to navigate stairs and other objects. Or it could also be used to, the research that they have here is it can also be applied to smart cities that use real-time data to mitigate traffic and other conditions. So this could also be used to, you know, improve qual quality of life too, which is huge. Oh yeah, certainly. Like imagine like traffic being minimized to a point that like, you could have these large, bustling cities and, like, have very little congestion. Like, that could be awesome. Oh, yeah. I, I do remember um, a, uh, a video of, like, if if uh, if cars worked like, uh, what's that? If cars worked like ants, we would have no, little to no traffic jams. And just to have an idea of, like, a linked car, you know with just AI to decide what happens, like, you know, when it goes this way or that way, you know? Yeah. That would be interesting. It would be very interesting. Yeah, and so... Yeah, so I think overall, like, you know, seeing AI is going to be very cool to see in the future, or, like... Granted, there are some controversies AI, but I think overall, like, what AI can potentially do would be huge for technology in general death and definitely imminent. the quality of life user death imminent or we could just have an AI like GLaDOS and Portal Turtle. who knows, <laughs> who knows? It, you know that uh, I do wonder is this the same robot as the one that if you kick it it stands upright like if you kicked a dog I don't think this is the same exact robot. It looks similar to it, but it doesn't. It's not the same one. Okay, because I remember a. Uh, I do remember a, a, a robot dog that like they like, they gave it a good swift kick and it stood right back up. But it looked like you kicked a real dog. Yeah. It's really fucked up to look at. It was like, oh my god, this thing actually has feelings and it's trying to get right back up. Hmm. But it doesn't, I guess. Looking at you, Nick Valentine. Mm. Well, um, shall we get to the final article of the day? I'm, thinking, uh, I'm ready for it. Yeah, the one where this guy found a replica of Joe Jonas's uh, um, giant testicles and humongous throbbing cock. Well, what was 
the giant penis and testicles as much as I'd love to. Uh, that'd be funnier. But actually, so a guy kept getting mails of Joe Jones's replica hand. And he has no idea why. So, a Florida man, the meme, of the, an unpopular meme of the internet. Yep, definitely. Florida man breaks into home, plays with toy helicopters and masturbates, officials say. <laughs> um, in this case, it has much to do with the celebrity and his helping hand. Yeah, so a, a man named Sean O'Farrell uh, was kept getting mailed bright blue ha- replica hands of Joe Jonas. And he had no clue why he kept getting this thing mailed. And apparently this was a promotion from Expedia, which is a popular travel ser- service. And, yeah, and you can see here. Yeah, you can see, like, they're trying to mark it up. And, yeah, and the guy has no idea, like, how he got the hand or, like, why is it being marketed to him or anything like that. It's a promotion. It's a surprise mechanic. Yeah, so. It's a surprise, motherfucker. You get a replica hand of some random celebrity. That you may or may not even admire, like. Or even know about. <laughs> when the last time you've heard of Joe Jonas? I mean, I don't follow mainstream pop culture, so I have no idea. Exactly, like, I don't follow anything about him, so it's like the small idea that somebody would like recreate your hand and ship it to some random ass person and be like the fuck is this right not not to match it not to not to like be weird or anything but like who really who really needs that as a product because hmm. I can understand the Florida man ordering a replica penis of Joe Jonas, a gay Florida man, an erect, throbbing, penis replica, to then you know, I, the asshole. So, so that whole joke, just so if, just so the viewers should know, um, I inspect elemented a, um, I, I replaced hand with um, humongous text. You know. So, um, yeah, and then, you know, I drove and I were just, I was screen sharing it. He was like, he was really happy about that. Mm -hmm. He was like, wow, that is funny, dude. (laughs) Yeah, it was like my penis jokes here at Godcast. Yeah. And clearly it seemed like our good friend Flufa Packet here also likes his penis jokes. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we have much else to say other than this is a what-the-fuck story. Oh, yeah. So, with that being said, I think we are done with our news topics for today. So, for our viewer comments, 
we technically have none. Which, guys, please comment our videos or follow us on Discord, which link to it is in the description of all of our Godcast videos, to join us and interact with us, because we'd love to be able to interact with you. And we have a whole rant on the first episode, so at the very end of that episode, so please pay, listen to that, too, if you get it that time, because we really would love to have a community-driven podcast. Oh, yeah, certainly. I mean, it only takes a little bit to, like, eventually grow into something big. So, exactly. with that said, what if you invited all your friends? Uh. Or... <laughs> what the fuck is that? that you know, that, that I, I swear, that, that reminds me of, like, um, like, terrible, like, you know, Japanese, like, dubs. Like, uh... What was it? Ghost story? <laughs> or, or like, um... It's just like poor, uh... Poor, like... Poor, uh... Uh, fucking... Just very poor, like, dubbing of stuff. Like, almost a Jill sandwich. <laughs> sort of stuff. Yeah. Run! She's a ghost and a bitch. Hmm. Sort of stuff like that. Indeed, indeed. And I know that we will be missing Ghost Weller throughout all this. I'm sure he would have quite a number of comments to say about this because this podcast is truly not going to be the same without him. Yeah. And I I, got to say, you know, here at at the Godcast, at least we accept furries, right? Exactly. We accept furries here, unlike Ghost Weller. (laughs) Yeah, he. We're not gonna general shepherd you because you like furry costumes or furry things. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> um, other than that, uh, do we have anything else to say for today or any other miscellaneous comments? Um, good question. Do we have anything? Um, so, uh, like and subscribe. Yeah, so... You're fucking better. <laughs> Hit that bell. Mm-hmm. So, guys, if you liked what you saw tonight, or today, or whatever, uh, just please like, comment, and subscribe. And we also join us on Discord with the link to it down in the description below. I am PyJoyam99. And I am Fluffalapaka. And we'll all see you next week. Bye, everyone. Wait, you forgot about the ghost reeler, do? Oh, wait, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, man. He is gone. What the shit, biscuits? Get default danced on, bro. Get that... Get that, Felix, bro. Get absolutely default danced on. <laughs> Get fucking default dance on. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh.
Yeah, so again, like, comments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have another gift of, like, the other girls, but, you know, Monica is special because she's the demon from hell. Yeah, she's the one that does they want the stab in the freaking neck. <laughs> almost. Not quite. It's almost. His wife, who is secretly Yuri, comment when he comes back, comment on his dreams, Yuri. Yuri X Ghostweller. <laughs> what the fuck is she doing? What what dance is this? This know. is the dance of I don't want to fucking be here. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, if you liked if you like what you saw. Please like, comment, and subscribe, and also ring the notification bell. Also, we have our Discord server down in the description below. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Hydrave99. And I am Turkey Butter. <laughs> and then we have Ghost Weather Game somewhere off in the distance doing whatever he's doing. And we will see you all next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. Enjoy, uh... Enjoy your life. That too. <laughs>